to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk into a Bar. I'm Sean O. Fernie S. Uh, this is, I think we're probably on episode 23 by this point. Sounds right. 23, something like that. Uh, we want to say hello to all of our uh, new listeners on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Spotify, and we should be popping up on Amazon anytime in the relatively near future. So hopefully you're hearing us on there, too. Uh, we also have some contact information. Uh, right now, if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, look up This Might Make You Mad. Um, it's facebook.com forward slash This Might Make You Mad. Um, Twitter, I think I just have it under Mad Sean Osborne. That's what I could get me. I couldn't get This Might Make You Mad. All right. And our Gmail address is P, the letter P, the letter N, the letter L, podcast at gmail.com. Yes, so please let us know how much you agree with us or disagree with us. Obviously, if you agree with one of us, you disagree with the other a lot. So we would love to hear it. I love that shit. We wouldn't be doing this if we didn't like talking shit. That's right. And people who are just tuning in should also, your new listeners, take in consideration we are not politicians. You know, we're we're average people who, you know, vote progressive and vote libertarian. So, uh, we don't do this in our day jobs. I'm a music teacher. Uh, so, you know, the, this is far away from what I do, but I think it's fun uh, to talk politics. I think it's fun to drink beer, and it's fun to talk shit. So, here we are. Exactly, exactly. Right. And that's actually a really, really good point. I want to stress that we're just regular folks paying attention to what's going on, having different points of views, uh, what's going on in the world, what we see, what we think about it, agreeing, disagreeing. Uh, we but, always drink beer. And always drinking beer. Yes. By the way, what are we drinking today? Today we are enjoying a very tasty IPA, and that's that's unusual for me to say. <laughs> but this is from the Three Weavers. This is from Culver City. It's called Expatriate. It's absolutely tasty. Yeah, this is, this is a good one. I've had this one a few times. Yeah, I forgot that's what we were drinking. Yeah, that's a great beer. They did a great job. Yeah, it's got a... What's the bitterness level on it? Uh, I'm going to... Okay, I'm looking at it right now. It says, oh, shit. No, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't actually uh, have it on the can. Does it have, does it have the... Uh, the alcohol content? Al- alcohol. It looks like it's 6.9%. Some people might call that strong. I would call it sessionable. Sessionable, <laughs> sessionable. That's not that's not a nice way of saying drink it slow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, sessionable means you can you, that it has the lower content, so you can chug them. Right. If it's not right. sessionable, yeah, the normal person might not want to drink. So I like the beers in the double digits. You know, if I can get a beer in a ten plus, some of my favorites are around thirteen point five. I love that. Some of those barrel age fuckers. I want to I want to add a quick correction. So this is from the Three Weavers Brewing Company, and they're out of Inglewood, California. Oh, Inglewood! I did not well, know that. That's gentrified. It's getting gentrified. Yeah, yeah. It's getting gentrified, my friend. Inglewoodless. Yep. By the way, did you see those uh, new hoodies you can get that have the names of school shootings on it? And I, I heard about that. Something. I mean, I, I can't take them seriously. I mean, that yeah. they're just being edgy. That they're crying out for attention. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't really call yourself uh, a serious fashion company and, and do shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Click bait. That's what yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that and I was like, man, that that is fucking dumb. It is. Yeah. It is. But somebody will buy their shit. Yeah. Pay X over the amount of money. It. There will be somebody buying it. Yep. All right. So today we decided uh, we'll talk about Iran and uh, their oil fields getting 
blasted by somebody. I, I would assume since the Yemenis took credit for it, I would say that's probably who did it, right? The Houthis, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so yeah I, I mean, that, that makes yeah, sense. But now, you know, Mr. Pompeo wants to say that it's a... Uh, Say that it's all Iran, all Iran. Just like when when he uh, at the time when he all very weapons of MD and in uh, Iraq too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, anybody that believes him should go have Screen their fucking death. head examined. Please go have your head examined because you've been lied to. That's that's what Trump talked about when he was getting elected. Was one of the things that why so many people voted for him was because he talked about how bad the war in Iraq was uh, and how it was uh, not no it was we were lied to I mean that's plain and simple we were fucking lied to and they're going to try to lie us into something else and they're not going to trick me they didn't trick me then either because I said it was horse shit then so they're not going to trick me this time uh, I really wish people would realize that uh, the Saudis Really, in the Middle East, if you ask me, they're the worst. Between them and Israel are the two worst countries over there. I really don't find a hell of a lot of problems with Iran, comparatively speaking. Well, let's, let's talk about specifics. So, uh, for, first, um, Saudi Arabia has been shown to have funded 9-11. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that's the first thing. So, But um, Bush, Obama, and Trump now have all been very, have had very, very close relationships with the Saudis. Yeah. Uh, tip, uh, and, and generally, uh, it's thought that's because of the oil that we get from them, because mm-hmm. of the world, uh, the oil that the world gets from them, right? Yeah. So it's it's tied in that way. Secondly, uh, Trump tweeted as soon as, as soon as there was uh, any indication that it might have been Iran. Indication. I'm not talking about like evidence or anything uh, concrete. He said the the Saudi Arabians are looking into it, and as soon as we find out, we're going to take some steps together, yeah. like. It's according to Trump. It's supposed to be America first. Yeah. Not we're gonna wait for direction from MBS. And and that's my third and my third point. MBS, the dude who is responsible for having somebody, uh, somebody's body torn apart. All Dahmer style. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. John Wayne Gacy like. Exactly. Exactly. And we're cozying up to this motherfucker. Well, I mean, that does. I mean, you know, they cozied up to Saddam Hussein. Yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, it wasn't right then either. You know, they cozied up to, uh, you know, uh, God only knows who all these fucking people. You yeah, know? I mean, it's it's that that's how they do business. You know, right? And they'll, it's they'll not wrong. Gladly get their picture taken with with these people. Right. You know, so I believe we got to talk to them, but I don't believe when they go get into a fight with somebody that we need to go back them up. I I, I think it's funny. We were talking about before the show started that. I think it's funny that the Saudis want to drop bombs on people and they don't expect any, to ever get hit back. They're like the bully who gets blasted and now he's looking around for who's going to back him up. Yep. And, and I, I don't want to be that guy. You know, I, I think it's funny in a way. I mean, I don't think it's funny in any sense when anything gets bombed. I'm sure it's not terribly good for the environment that this oil's burning and stuff like that. So take take my, I, I find it amusing comment with, your grain of salt, you know. It, it's funny that they got blasted, and now they're all crying like a bitch. So it, that's what I got to say about it. It is now. Um, we, we must also remember that uh, Saudi Arabia is now. Um, they have a very close. They've have. They've always had this close relationship with the United States and with other countries. Um, and whether and 
when that, even though that corruption has always been readily apparent for anybody that looked further or dug a little bit deeper than what was shown on TV, uh, now it's on display, fully mm. on display. Yeah. Like it's got a, like a neon sign on it. Yeah, like this, this morning I read about how the Saudi Arabian government owns the 45th floor, owns the 45th floor of Trump Tower. <laughs> like, I mean, you, you, can't, you can't hide the corruption. It's glaring. <laughs> it's in front of you. Like, it, I mean... I think the, it's metaphoric because he's the 45th president? It might, it might very well be. <laughs> and I may be misremembering that, that, that floor that, that, that they own. <laughs> But the point being that the the level of corruption is so clearly seen, and like just the fact that Trump himself would say like, hey, you know, like the the Saudis are spending so much money, they're buying so many weapons, so many billions of dollars. It's essentially it's okay to let one little death go, one dismemberment. <laughs> What's that in the scheme of X amount of billions of bombs dollars? Bombs getting dropped on school buses, dude. American American bombs. Yeah. On Amer on on Yemeni school children's buses yeah. I mean they fall on school children all over the world yes you know yes or, or, you know and let, keep in mind also if anybody wants to get pissed at me for being anti-war I'm actually not a fucking pacifist when I'm not doing music and shit like this I, I love studying war my favorite book on earth is The Art of War and Sung Su's first rule is the best way to win is to not fight at all so you know uh, I, I take that to heart you know it's very libertarian in that sense you know, don't 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 be just running around getting into fights. It's not the best way to be. And if somebody else wants to get in a fight, don't let them draw you into it. That's stupid. You know, don't let somebody else draw you into a fight. You know, that's how that's how world wars start. You know, that's how the first world war started. It started off as, you know, squabbles, and it turned into a hell of a lot more. You know? Sun, Sun Tzu, shout out. Yeah. Sun Tzu. Fucking great book. Anybody ought to read. It's only a two-hour read. You know, so it's a fucking great book. Indeed. Indeed. All right, Iran. So anything else we want to talk about Iran? Yeah, I just, I'd like to say that, you know, the people that I've met from Iran, uh, I, you know, uh, you know, Persians and Armenians, everybody I've met from Iran, I would say, uh, are very polite, cool, friendly people. But I, I'd say that for most Middle Easterners. I, I, most Middle Easterners that I've talked to, uh, I like. Uh, so I, I, you know... I'd like to think it's somewhat indicative of the country that they come from. I know people from Syria, Egypt, Tunisia, Algeria, all over, all over the fucking place. And they're all very friendly. You know, I, I teach their kids, I mean, from as far away as Uzbekistan. You know, I got students from over there. And, you know, uh, they, they all seem very friendly. So when people get all crazed and think that, oh, they're, this, they're these American-hating people, know what they hate in Iran is that we overthrew their democracy. For, you know, we we claim to like democracy until it's not a democracy that doesn't the the a democracy that does not like us, and we overthrew them. You know, Bernie Sanders talked about it. It was one of the things I really enjoyed hearing him speak about uh, in 2016. You know, is our foreign policy in that sense? You know, uh, that's where us libertarians and progressives really see eye to eye. I believe is, you know, if somebody attacks us. We're going to beat the fuck out of them, period. I might even be a little more brutal about it than most, you know. I just, Sun Tzu's second rule is if you're going to fight, win. That means, you know, you do what, do what it takes, you know. So we don't seem to be willing to do that when we get into wars like, say, Vietnam, things like that. I'm not talking about atomic bombs. I'm just talking about what it takes to win a real war. You know, we didn't, you know, 
they half-assed gave up in Korea when they, they, they let the Chinese take up over the last half, because, I mean, they could have easily taken all of Korea, because they had it at one point, pretty much, so they could have kept it, you know, they, they decided to pull back, you know, they're doing the same thing in Afghanistan and stuff like that, they got us into this war that they're just, quite frankly, they weren't willing to win, you know, not that the troops weren't, not that the troops weren't the people behind it all, you know that I don't think it was in their best interest to win you know, you can't sell weapons when you're not fighting, right? Very true so that that's the way I see it. Don't 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 let them fool you, thinking that it's all fucking good. And if you thought Iraq was a bad war, Iran I think is something like three times the size of Iraq. You know, it's it's fucking huge, lots of mountain ranges, uh, and a, a a lot bigger population, if I'm not mistaken. So it's not going to be the same thing. Not going to be the same thing at all. You know, and they got drones too now. You know. Other people have technology. You know, when we when we started this stuff, you know, we had a bigger advantage. But you know, we've lost drones to Iran. We've lost drones in different places, and people have back engineered the technology. You know, Chinese fighter planes look like our fighter planes because they've stolen our they they've taken our technology. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our our foothold might not be what everybody at home thinks it is, and that you got to really think about that shit because. The U.S. hasn't been on one of those wars where shit hit us on our shores on a regular basis. 9-11 is probably about as close as we can get mm-hmm. to it. And that was, that, was, that was a terrorist attack. It wasn't an army. It was not a fucking army. So, yeah. So, I mean, th- that brings up a, a very good point. Um, when we talk about, or when people talk about American exceptionalism, about America being the strongest and greatest power in the world, well, or in the history... Uh, and that that's been true, but it's uh, if you look at different factors, different facets, different um, a lot of different criteria, you can say that the U.S. is no longer number one in a lot of things. And what we have going on now, whether it's with foreign policy, with education, our stance on the environment, um, the current administration is taking us further and further away from <coughs> from the being in the number one spot on many things, and unfortunately. Uh, you know, there's this beacon on the hill, this white, or I'm sorry, this bright sign of hope for the people of the world um, is fading, essentially. Yeah, that, that, that China's rising in that sense. You know, more people are looking up to them, and it's weird because they're just, they're, they're, I mean, they're just straight up authoritarians. Mm-hmm. So uh, they just haven't invaded a bunch of countries yet. You know, they did, they did attack, uh, they did attack uh, India back in the day. You know, when India was looking to them to be their friend, I can't remember who the prime minister was at the time, but, you know, China attacked them, and now India is like, you know, they're much more wary of them now. So that, that in that sense, it's good. I think China realized that was probably going to be a little bit more than they wanted because of the population, and, you know, they, they you know, they could they could fight back mm-hmm. at the time. So now, you know, they're, they're both armed with nukes. You know, Pakistan's right there, so I don't. I don't know if China is quite as willing to go tromping through that area anymore. But they're they are willing to force companies who want to do business with them to behave in a in a uh, a Chinese friendly way. You know, don't complain about them putting Uyghurs in concentration camps and uh, basically ethnically cleansing them. Uh, they're they're going to apply their social credit to companies that do business with us. You know. So if you want to fl- if you want to fly there, you're going to fly on an air- airline 
that's more like China than it is the United States. So these are things that, like I said, to take in consideration when we, when we, you know, I, I don't give Trump that much shit about his point on China. I don't, I don't like tariffs. I wish there was another way we could think about it. But like I said, I'm not a politician, so I'd have to be guessing on that sense what we could do, other way to deal with them besides tariffs. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot to be said there. I mean, the tariffs are hurting Americans. Yeah. And they're doing exactly what he said would not happen. Yeah. I mean, he claimed that that tariff wars would be are, are easy to win. You know what and they should not. Done in that winning. sense? Because, okay, so these people can't sell soybeans and stuff. I don't understand. Maybe, 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 like I said, it's maybe it's ignorance. Why couldn't they have planted another crop that we could have sold someplace else? Be- because like somebody him. like Trump said, we're going to win this, this tariff yeah. war quickly. Yeah, shit. I mean, there's there's video of Trump from like in the late '80s, early '90s, talking about like when a, when a, when a diplomat goes to China or any other country and tells them, you know what, we are going to increase tariffs on you, and what he what his plan was to go in to send a diplomat or send himself into a different country, or, uh, a, a country that they're break, uh, working on negotiating tariffs or trade with, and just saying this is literally how he would say it, like, listen, motherfucker. If you don't do the things the way we want you to do it, we're going to increase the tariffs on you. Uh. That was his plan. <laughs> Your tone and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and the amount of, of foul <laughs> language that you used. Uh. And that would work, apparently. Yeah. Because the U.S. can, can do that shit. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe 20, 30 years ago, maybe he would have had a point with China. But now China being the second largest economy in the world. Yeah, it's a little tougher. Yeah, much more difficult. Now, talk about China. I read an article. This has been maybe a year ago, but it was, if you want to take the U.S. out of it, um, China does a lot of business with Mexico. And this Mexican diplomat was saying Chinese diplomats used to come over and they would say, what can China learn from Mexico? That would be always what they would start. Like, what, what, what can you offer us? Like, what, what can we learn from you? Now, when they come over, they go over to Mexico. What can China? What can Mexico learn from us? Mm. And they've switched it now. So now they're now they're starting to exert that. You know, they got friendly at first and got in, and now they're starting to exert their their force. As, as kind of, I, I, you know, the Persians used to do that. You know, they would get countries to offer them air and water. Or uh, air and water. Air and water. A, 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 uh, fire, or, no, what is it? Water and earth. Uh-huh. That was, you know, and they did that to the Greeks. That was, they thought it was just like a pledge. And they didn't realize that meant they were giving up their land and their water. Mm. You know, and, you know, just to be friends. But And then when, you know, then when they said, oh, no, you're not free anymore, then they started, that's what started all the Persian-Greek wars back in the day. Uh, I think China got their foot in the door in a lot of places, and a lot of places kind of depend on them now. So they're going to start exerting that force. I mean, that, that's 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 a smart thing to do. I mean, any country that has any amount of power and wants to keep growing that power, and has a, a clear challenger, a clear forerunner in front of them, absolutely, that's what they're going to do. And yeah. they're they're in every in every continent yeah. trying to make their way and try to. Established economic yeah. uh, footholds. Big stuff going on in Africa. Yeah, and South America as well. I mean, they're they're doing they're doing they're doing exactly what the Americans and what the Europeans did in mm. the imperialist sense. Mm-hmm. But now they're doing it through capitalist means. Yeah, as crazy. a communist nation. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> crazy. Smart, smart motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, they're not, but it's scary. But, but it, it's beneficial for them, but it's not to it's but to the detriment. It's, it's of beneficial poor to the government, not to the people. Yeah. 
detriment yeah. to the world, to the poor, yeah. to the world's poor people, or developing nations. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's clearly that's easy to see. Yeah. And whether you're libertarian or progressive, yeah. you, you can see that shit. And, yeah. And clearly, clearly see that it's not it's not to our benefit. Yeah. I remember when they shot that missile off the coast of California. Uh, they say it wasn't a Chinese sub that did it, but who else is shooting a missile off? I mean, you see the video of it. That's definitely what it was. I need to see. Wait, what, what is this? Yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, oh man, it was probably like eight years ago, nine years ago, and it was right off the right off right off of Santa Monica. Uh, there was a, a sub parked off there, and they shot a missile off out towards the Pacific. Mm. And you know, they I I think that was them saying, you know, you're always in the China, Sea of China. And the Sea of Japan and all that stuff, we can come over here too. Yep. You know, you, you're, you're worried about having this uh, uh, missile defense system. You can't defend for something that's parked off of your coast. China owns the port of Los Angeles. Battle they Los own, Angeles. They own the Panama Canal and stuff, so they can get to either side of us very quickly, very easily. Mm. And you know, so yeah, it's a crazy fucking world. Let, let me just jump real quick to. UFOs for a second. Yes, UFOs. So uh, maybe we've maybe seen apparently in the news, and this was, was out in May, but apparently um, it was in the New York Times that the Navy or maybe the Air Force released videos of some uh, uh, literally unidentifiable uh, flying yeah, real objects. Yeah, fucking UFOs. Right, and they just couldn't they just couldn't figure out what it was, and the video was released and whatever. Um, but for whatever reason, the videos were released again, and the reason why it like so why 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 am I talking about recycled news? Essentially, the videos were released again, but there was a lot of uh, uh, what is it? HUD uh, information was that was included. Heads up display. So you know, like when you're a pilot and you're looking at your screen of whatever you're looking at, uh -huh. there's information, distance, resolution, uh, how fast they're moving, like all kinds of information, right? Which essentially is driven by technology, high-level, top-secret technology. That are that American airplanes, that American satellites have, mm -hmm. um, that they don't want others to know. So when they release these videos publicly, all that shit's supposed to be blurred out, blacked out, or whatever. But these videos were released with that information on there, and apparently it shows a lot, a lot of what American technology can do, and it's crazy. And it's crazy what it can what it can show. Now I would say, they you know they, they act like that could be an accident. They could be showing things that are fake. Mm -hmm. They could yeah. be manipulated. Yeah. So, so that that's that's Sung Soo also always make you think your enemy is, always make your enemy think you are where you're not, and where think you that you are where you, ah fuck beer and that doesn't work. Make them think you are where you're not, mm -hmm. and be where they think you're not. A Trojan horse. Yeah, and so I mean that that could be that. And whenever I see those things, I think to myself, it's pretty interesting if that's what it really is. But so like, what kind of information does it show? I mean, so so uh, this information that that's what we're talking about. Now, um, now the the first example that I can think of related to that is when Trump released a picture that, and of uh, an Iran uh, was it launch site uh, burning? Oh yeah, that blew up. Yeah, right. And essentially, he revealed some top secret information about our capability for uh, satellites to be able to shoot high resolution images. Um, that we no, that was not publicly known before, mm -hmm. and now apparently now the public and other nations, other intelligence communities from different uh, uh, nations, are, are enemies and, and allies as well. Now know what our capabilities are. I mean, you could apply that. Maybe Trump did that intentionally, 
mm-hmm. unfucking likely. Yeah, you know what? I, the military will do that. Like the, I said, the military would. If, yes. if, the military if, would. If, if they could show somebody, look, we can see this, so we know exactly what's going on. It might detour somebody's like, well, you know, I, I can see what you're doing there. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You know that. So that that could be a very big detour. If they're they say, oh shit, they could see that. What what else have they looked at? Right, you right. Know? So I mean, it's like you can't hide things from that. Right. So I could see that. Uh, so very fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> UFOs. UFOs. Uh, I'll tell you a short story. One of my friends. She had a UFO story where she stepped out of her boyfriend's house and a light came down from from the sky, like a spotlight. And there was nothing up there. Oh, shit. And they said it just shined on them for a few minutes and then it turned off. And I was wondering if that was a satellite and they were testing it to see what they could see. Because I don't think an alien ship would just sit there and beam us. I I thought it's probably some sort of spy satellite and they were seeing what kind of resolution. And she said it was a light right around them. Yeah. Like a spotlight. I was like... That's fucking interesting as fuck. You, you, you know what's funny? So I, I don't know how true this is, but I had a teacher in junior high school that had been in the Army for a very long time, and he was teaching at this point. And this is in the late, no, early 90s, very, very early 90s, showing my age. And this is the beginning of the Gulf War. Uh-huh. And he was talking about how, like, there's a lot of, like, they had some satellites that were so precise, they were so good, that even though they were flying, you know, I'm not going to say, like, 10, 20, 30, maybe 100 miles off above the ground, mm-hmm. uh, he said that these satellites had the capability that if you had, like, if you were on the ground and you had uh, your hand open and you had change in your hands, that these satellites could tell how many pennies you had, how many quarters you had, and how many dimes that's, you had. Yeah, that's 30 years ago, too. Yeah, and that's 30 years ago. <laughs> that's 30 years ago. So who knows what we have now? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It, it, it is. It is. And, and that's just, and we're just talking about satellite imaging mm-hmm. technology. Who knows what else is out there? Yeah. Yeah. Like the drone technology that's I've being heard, used I've read now? a lot because I read a lot of military stuff. A lot of, like us, the Russians and the Chinese are going for a lot of laser weapons. Mm. Like I, I think some of the newer fighters are going to be armed with lasers. Nanobots. Yeah, those are crazy. Yeah, I've heard about these all kinds of crazy shit. Like basically little drones. Yeah. That will just go fuck something up. And I I can't remember. Yeah, there's there the you know, it's a there's I want to think there's a treaty or the countries had said that they're not going to build. Artificial intelligence uh, things that can fight, like robots. But I think that's Bullshit. got I think that's got thrown out the window because yeah. I think everybody's doing it. Yeah, exactly. Man, I mean, it, it, you know, like I remember when I was a kid in the '80s and we'd see things like the Terminator. I remember thinking, "Isn't that funny?" Mm. You know, it's never going to be like that. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> Shit, dude. Far worse. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's fucking crazy. It really, fucking is crazy. Our armies are going to be sending these robots out to fight each other. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to be hitting cities. Yep. So we're going to be the ones fighting them. Yep. That's why you need your AR. <laughs> I thought those were you know, for feral hogs. You don't. Yeah. You don't know when that's going to. You don't know when. A, you don't know when a, a, a Chinese drone is going to come try to get you. An AR-15. Yeah. Blow that fucker away, fucking drone bastard. Oh man! See now, see now we're playing Fantasyland now. <laughs> They're gonna invade Canada first, you know that. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, there, I've read a report from a Chinese retired Chinese general, and, said, <laughs> and that's exactly what he said. That's exactly what he said. I'm serious. You, I can't remember his name. You know, uh, 
but you type in Chinese general uh, uh, plans for invasion of the U.S. He talked about nuking Los Angeles and uh, doing using that as almost like a pincer movement and having troops come down through Vancouver in that area and swoop down like a hook into the United States. Well, I, I'm sure every major country has oh, plans to. Kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, all these kind of plans. I mean, I'm sure they know. They know how to attack China, where it's to weird start, thinking which about ports. It, think that's what it would look like. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. they do have uh, 40, I think it's 40, it was at 40 million more men than they have women. So they, they're, the way they see them is they are expendable. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of fucking people. That's a That's trip. a lot of fucking people. That's and you know they, they, you know they, they tell them you know mm-hmm. not just the ones in the military, the ones that work in companies and things like that. That you know they're they're national heroes because they have to suffer like that without mm-hmm. somebody to be with or whatever. Unless they make enough money, then they can go you know over to India or Vietnam or something like that and pick them up a, a bride from over there. You know it's a fucking social engineering that one child only thing. Mm. I mean, they go, I mean, in, in the in the brainwashing. Yeah, yeah. That happens from the propaganda. Yeah, yeah. Constantly monitored, not being able to access the news of the world. Yeah, not crazy. not knowing about Tiananmen Square. Yeah, in the history. I wonder I mean, what they're gonna like in twenty years. What they're gonna think about Hong Kong? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm interested to hear that because I mean that's very tightly controlled right now. Yeah. Too. And, and 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 a quick corollary to that is what's going on with Kashmir. Yeah. And how they cut off all of the internet and all the phone service. Yeah. Well, there's one whole there. There's another region that India has cut off. Like, let's say it's a state. Mm. They made everybody who lives in that state ineligible to vote. Fuck. Um, Like, just disenfranchised an entire state. Imagine if they just disenfranchised New York Mm. or California Mm. or Texas. You know, something like that. You know, know what? Don't don't give the Republicans any ideas, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they looked right at it. I'm sure they looked at it and said, oh, man, look at this. Yeah. Look at that. Isn't yep. that a sight? Yep. Any citizen that hasn't been a citizen for longer than 15 years loses the right to vote. Dude, don't give any ideas. Yeah. Fuck, fuck those fools. Yeah, man. All right. Well, on that negative note, you want to cut this one off so we can uh, maybe have another short one? We're yeah. trying to keep up in our shorter uh, list of podcasts. That's How right, that's that? right. That's right. Fresh and easy. Light yeah. and easy. Yeah. That's, uh, we're li- touching 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay, great. All right, so like I said, you know, if you're a new listener... Please follow us. That this might make you mad. Uh, Facebook, um, you know, uh, go to. Uh, I think, like I said, I think it's Mad Sean Osborne on uh, Twitter. Um, what else? We're on Apple, Google, Spotify. Hopefully, going to be on Amazon popping up there soon. And um, if you're a beer company and you want to want us to drink your beer, hit us up. Or if you want to sponsor on here, that'd be wonderful. We would love to get paid for doing this. Yep. Seeing we have regular jobs. And uh, you can also contact us at pnlpodcast at gmail.com. That's letter P, letter N, letter L, podcast at gmail.com. You can email me directly at chunkylover69 at gmail.com. And if you do that, that's a fake UG. <laughs> but, but please do. Yeah. <laughs> you know... Um, also please it's very important you know we want people if you listen to please rate the podcast leave a comment like if you totally fucking hate it please let us know mm-hmm. you know I, you know any news is good good news right you know like if you totally think we're idiots we want to hear about it I'm I'm not sensitive like that 
So let us know. We might make the podcast better, or we might laugh at what you got to say. Word. And and last thing for me, um, uh, we might agree, disagree, or whatever. Uh, but if you're listening, you're interested in politics, you're interested in what's going on with this country. Please vote, register to vote. If you're already registered to vote, and you're probably more than likely already registered to vote, please get other people to register to vote. Uh, 2020 is going to be a very important year. It's right around the corner. Register to vote. Yeah. You know, if you don't, then I don't want to hear you crowing about shit. Word. Whining about shit. Mm-hmm. Nothing worse than somebody that whines about shit that they could do themselves. And then a vote. Yeah. All right. Well, see you next time on a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. Peace. Thank you.